Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take puffy shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week we try to decide what to do with $20, take some calls, and discuss Jordan's balls. Let's go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know what they say you're supposed to do when you fall off the horse? Get back on? Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. It's been... Uh, I didn't know we fell off a horse. Yeah, we no, we did. I mean, even I mean, I'm aware we didn't fall off a regular horse. That'd be a kind of stupid joke to make, but I mean, I'm, uh, I didn't know we fell off a figurative horse. Yeah, no, a metaphorical horse. The horse where we do a show every week. Oh, yeah. That's the horse oh, we I thought fell we off fell of. off that horse a long time ago. Yeah, we've been doing a pretty terrible job. <laughs> of staying on the horse. Yeah, but we're back on the horse. That's exactly. why we're in a barnyard right now. Oh, nice. I like that. That's, uh, it's mostly cows. Yeah. But we can get on one and try and stay on it. Yeah. It's probably easier to stay on than that fucking horse, huh? Yeah, God. That always, horse was so hard to stay on. Always bucking, whinnying. <laughs> Cantering. Eating out of its feed bag. <laughs> Man, I am sick of that horse. I'm sick of horses in general. Yeah. I'm sick of their bad attitudes, their shiny pelts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, uh, they think they're hot shit just because you can use their tails to make violin bows. Yeah, I don't... You know what I'm sick of? People who tell me I should use some kind of horse shampoo. You oh, yeah? Seen these people who use a horse shampoo? I, actually, I've used that horse shampoo. It's not bad. Well, it's just like every other fucking shampoo. Right. You gotta use shampoo. Are you saying you don't want to use shampoo? No, because I'm Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. Oh, congratulations. I'm, I'm growing white people dreadlocks. Wow, that's a really good decision. No, I'm not really. I'm not yeah, growing please white don't. people dreadlocks. Absolutely not. You know, I um I mentioned this last week, but I don't think I got into it real um uh real deeply, but I went to um I went to my first mystical movement dance class. Yeah. And um you know, I I when we lived in and Santa I wanna, Cruz, oh, let me interject here. Excuse I want to be clear. You do a fair bit of comic, experiential, first-person journalism. Sure. Was this an example of no, that? No, this was, this was, there was no cameras present. I wasn't being paid. This was after work I went to this. For fun. For fun. And exercise. Oh. And camaraderie. And mysticism. And also, yes, also mysticism. You were hoping you could learn to make love potions. Mm-hmm. Through the magic of dance. Or at least keep a nine-hour boner. <laughs> um, but uh, so when we were living in Santa Cruz, there was a fair amount of white people dreadlocks. Yeah, I would and say uh, more, th- I would say a substantial. Too many. Substantial amount. Um, and anyways, and it gets, you know, you get to resent. I mean, if you're like me. Any you hairstyle grew to resent white people dreadlocks, right? Any hairstyle where you have to actively add soil sure. in order to maintain it, <laughs> right? Not a good idea. But um, anyways, this mystical movement dance class, as you might suspect, was taught by a white lady with dreadlocks. Yeah. And you know what? I was never so happy in my life as to as, as to see a white person with dreadlocks. Because why? I don't know. I just that feel doesn't like, make sense. Well, I know we've, we've just you been, said I that mean, like it made sense. No, no, no. And 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 I don't know. I mean, and you, we definitely come from 
you know, I think Santa Cruz to me was a little bit, definitely a little bit of a relief from Orange County, and I liked right. the crunchiness, and I kind of liked part of the hippy dippiness as kind of cartoonish. Yeah, as it got, you know, it was still cooler than a lot of alternatives and anyways now that we've been living in la it's basically remember the guy at the radio station who used to bring us raisin bread from his job at the food co-op sure yeah and and carob snacks carob based snacks (laughs) um yeah and there's just none of that in la and there's none of that there's a lot of feel goodness there's ed hardy brand (laughs) t-shirts that's true anyway so this was the first white person with dreadlocks i had seen in a long time and she was a prime example of a white person with dreadlocks, a lot of hugging, a lot of, you know, experiencing your core. Um, and I don't know, it was really comforting. It was unusually comforting and like, it was like it was rest- just nice it, to be in that in environment a, for a couple of hours. In a sense, it was uh, as comforting as the most comforting thing you can imagine, like uh, Rush Limbaugh, Dr. Laura. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I guess I guess we've established that I take comfort in odd things, but uh, <laughs> but I don't know. This really did it for me. It was real, like I mean, you, you know. also really like beds made out of porcupines <laughs> <laughs> and a swift kick to the nuts. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. You Jordan. don't agree with me on this. That's fine. You. Although, you know, later on in the program... You don't like to move, though, in your in, in my defense. Uh, Jordan. Yeah. I've got news for you. Hmm. I've taken up exercising. Really? Yeah, we How's can... How's that been going? Yeah, let's, let's talk about it later on in the program. <laughs> We're just gonna have let's, a little let's get, music break and then start talking about it no, again? Let's get out of the barnyard, okay? No, you're right. It's starting to smell in here. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, hmm. I now, once in a while, we do plan the show a little bit yeah. ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about subjects, topics, yeah, things like that. Um, we have a Google document, and I don't think we look at very much, but we yeah, have one. been a long time since we've looked at that. We share a Google document. We have a Google Doc. But um, you told me on the phone when you were calling to say that you were going to be late that um, you wanted to talk about kidney stones. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about my kidney stones in particular. You don't have kidney stones. I had. Well, I peed them out, but wow. I didn't have them. Yeah. You peed them out? I had, the, I had kidney stones on Tuesday. Just for the day? Yeah, it was a day of kidney stones. What happened? Uh, I, I was in Rhode Island uh, for work. I was in... There's no kidney stones in Rhode Island. No, the kidney stones were in my penis, Don't Jesse. bullshit And I took them Morris. across state lines, which is illegal. I'm, I'm, uh, you're I'm surprised of, I'm not in the slammer. You're thinking of penis stones. <laughs> yeah. Well, they. I mean, they moved from my... They, were, they got around. The stones got around. Okay. They spent some time in my kidneys... Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they bounced around they your summered, butt a little. They su- yeah, they summered in my penis. Okay, I follow. I mean the Hamptons. Yes. Uh, anyways, I was in Rhode Island for work. I was um, I was supposed to be doing a story on this uh, Will Ferrell college comedy tour. Sure. And for some reason, the most inexpensive place to go to, to cover that tour was in Rhode Island. 
when you live in the heart of you live in the city where all the people who are participating in the tour yeah are from. yeah for some reason there's not a los angeles leg of this tour i have no idea why well i mean when it comes down to it yeah if you'd you might have to give up something uh one of the important stops like rhode island exactly you know yeah you'd hate to you'd hate to forego kingston rhode island <laughs> kingston kingston rhode island that's where i was is there like a college there there is a college there yeah rhode island state college um rhode island state college <laughs> yeah it was odd it's an odd uh thing but you know the people in kingston rhode island i don't imagine get a lot of big acts and right it was probably nice of them to see will ferrell and uh where were they playing the rotary hall <laughs> i think they were playing like the basketball arena or something like that okay. i never even got to see the campus i um just before we were eating uh before we were eat we were eating lunch before we went up to you know start filming the segment and uh um, my balls just started to hurt. My balls <laughs> just started to hurt like crazy. And my first thought was, um, my first thought was I just like sat on them wrong. Your or first something. thought was something was wrong with your balls. <laughs> hey, my first thought, yeah, thought was I wish I didn't have these balls that hurt so bad. Um, and uh, you're like screw the screw the bloggerati. I want to be in the castrati. <laughs> I'm not currently in the bloggerati. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, but that's fine that we were able to work bloggerati into this. <laughs> yeah, well, blogosphere, you sure, know. Sure, sure, all that. Um, anyways, and I didn't really know. I was with... Um, Jordan, this is with... one of the best mobisodes we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope this goes viral. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyways. Sorry. Um, Sounds I, like I, your balls went viral, Jordan. <laughs> yay! Um, I, didn't, uh, I didn't really know what to say. I was with my boss and... Uh, <laughs> the cameraman at the time and like you know i didn't like i had no idea how to bring it up that my <laughs> balls were hurting too bad for for me to stand it um, and i like i went in the bathroom of the restaurant and like you know looked at him in the mirror and ran some water on it and oh, like Jesus. just not knowing what to do just being like and just like it gets progressively worse and um and I, uh, and I'm like, you know, guys, I'm not feeling good. I have to go lay down in the is car. It, is it okay if I that I'm laughing at you? No, it's fine. It's, okay. a, I mean, it's a humorous story that involves balls. So, I mean, <laughs> every time, hopefully, you say hopefully, balls. yeah. And uh, I, I was, I just went and laid down in the back of like our rental car and waited for what them. What kind to, of car was it? Uh, it's a Dodge something, sure. Dodge van. Oh yeah, sure, like a Dodge Dodge van, huh? Yeah. Cool. I feel like that's that's the only time I ever see a Dodge is when I get a rental car, and then it's all <laughs> Dodges. Like that's the only option, but I never see them on the road. Anyways, yeah, Dodge makes most of their money through fleet sales. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, they try and focus on the hurt balls market. That's <laughs> why they have such spacious back seats. And um, and then it kind of occurred to me that it might be kidney stones in the back of the uh, in the back of the van. Well, initially you probably thought it was some kind of ball stones. Sure. Ball stones is something. Mhm. Yeah, I, I imagine. Yeah. Um and uh anyway, so my boss comes out and I'm like I need to go to the hospital. I think I have a kidney stone, which was a I, I'm glad I, I just basically I needed some time to figure out what to say to get him to take me to the hospital rather than my balls hurt too bad for me to stand and take me to the hospital. Like, I think I'm having a kidney stone. Take me to the hospital. There's and, serious. Uh, there's a serious problem with my balls. And so we go to like the Rhode Island emergency. That well, by the room. way, that wasn't my impression of you. That was just me stating the facts. No. 
So you went to the emergency room. So we went to room. the emergency room. When you say the Rhode Island emergency room, we should be clear that this is the only emergency room in Rhode Island. There's only one in Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. I'm yeah. glad we were pretty close to it. If we were in, you know... Um, if you'd been in... I can't think of another <laughs> city in Rhode Island. What's the capital of Rhode Island? Uh, I don't know. The Bismarck? Rhode Island The Rhode Island School of Design is Rhode in... Island City? Yeah, Rhode Island City. <laughs> <laughs> There's one city in Rhode Island, and I can't think of what it's called yeah, right now. Jesus. Now that I'm on the anyways, spot, anyways, we were anyways. We it's were not relatively the thing that close. you said before. We were relatively close to um to the emergency room, and we went, and uh, I said to the kind of the male nurse or attendant on duty, um, you know, my testicles really hurt. I think it's kidney stones. And he's like, all right, well, you're gonna have to wait for a little while, and. At this point, it's hard for me to objectively uh, think about the degree to which he had uppity gay voice. Uh But in my head, he like (laughs) he had because this turned out to be an unpleasant experience. He had like super obnoxious uppity gay voice. It's like, well, you'll just have to sit down and wait. And um, so I was sitting down, and I was kind of like writhing around, and I just needed to lay down and. I come up to him, I'm like, I need to, is there like a couch or just a bed I can lay down on while the doctor waits to see me? I'm in a lot of pain. He's like, sit down, someone will be right with you. And then, anyway, so I just like balled up my sweatshirt and like laid down in the middle of the floor because I couldn't handle it anymore. Oh, Jesus. And then he comes over and he's just like, there's a family room with a couch. If you want to go lay down on that, go ahead. And so I go into this family room and I lay down on the couch and then... I mean, I'm kind of groaning in agony at this point, just because, just, just, I had to groan in agony. Right. And so he comes in with his hands on his, I don't know if he actually had his hands on his hips, but in my mind, he's got his hands, his arms akimbo. He's wearing a fluorescent green bicycle cap with. (laughs) Sure, right. And he's like, he's like, are you screaming in here? (laughs) And I was like, yes, I'm in a lot of pain. And he's like, what's the matter with your groin? What did you do to it? What's the matter? And I feel like the implication was that I had been involved with some sort of weird rough sex or something like that and had done this to myself. Like I was at the S&M club or something and like had a rubber band around my balls and now I was paying for it. Like that was his tone was like, what did you do to it? Like, what did you how do dare to- you? No, I said it was, I think it's kidney stones. Those like, aren't just your balls. Those are God's balls. Exactly. And uh, here's my comeback that I thought of 20 minutes later. <laughs> Boy, you've quite you've got quite a bedside manner there, Doctor House. <laughs> he was being sassy to me. I didn't yeah. actually say it. I wish I had. That would have been good in the moment. Yeah, and he would have. You know, it's a reference he would have gotten. In, in this, I don't know. In this context, I think it is reasonable for you not to have had. I mean, typically you would have had a good comeback for somebody sure. that was. I'm good for a you. comeback. But in this case, I can understand when you're near the point where the pain is going to make you vomit. Yeah, and it, that that actually happened. I did have to go vomit a couple of times because it hurt so bad. There you go. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I would, I'm right there with you. I've, oh, you've I've had, been there. You've had vomit-inducing migraines. Yeah, I've had, vomit, I've had vomit pain. <laughs> um, anyways, I... Uh, it wasn't in my balls, though, thank goodness. Um... So, so the Anyways, doctor was, so he the was, he was, male nurse was sassing he you. He was sassing me. Um, 
yeah, just had no sympathy, like, or understand, like, didn't even seem to think I was, like, thought I was faking it or something like that. It was strange. Jesus. Didn't you see the episode where Kramer passed the stone of Seinfeld? <laughs> no, I guess not. God, this guy doesn't know his medicine. Yeah, right? Probably more of a Friends fan. Yeah, jeez. Probably, what uh, an asshole. probably fell asleep after the single guy. <laughs> Never got the Seinfeld. He was more of a TV He was lineup. more of a Caroline the City fella. A, yeah, exactly. Um, Veronica's closet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do we know any other musty TV show? Frasier? Yeah, Frasier. That that's actually a good show, though. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that's earlier. Yeah, a good show. Cosby. Cosby. Yeah. Simpsons. That's a good show. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Anyway. Uh, Dick Van Dyke Dick show. Dick Van Dyke, sure. Um, um, and, of course, Mary Tyler Moore show. Mm-hmm. Oh, the um, uh, Mary the, DuPont, the DuPont radio hour. Oh, Fibber McGee and Molly. Sure, there you go. <laughs> Test pattern. <laughs> oh. Um, um, <laughs> the Tempest. The Tempest, sure. <laughs> Cave drawings. <laughs> <laughs> drawings of the great hunt on the walls of a cave made with a charcoal stick primordial soup <laughs> right god only <laughs> the, go back further than that the, thorn the singularity <laughs> same thing okay yeah well anyway depends um, on your perspective jesus boy jeez man um Anyways, so I mean, the doctor came back and they just put an IV in and uh, and, and, fixed and put it. in yeah and fixed it with drugs with lots and lots of drugs. So did you did they give you like narcotic painkillers? Yeah, you, they did. Did you like morph- morphineize you? Yeah, there was morphine and then that didn't quite do it. I still was in some pain. Shit. So then they put in another thing, which I forget what it was, and that just did it. That was just more fucked up than I've ever been in my life <laughs> off anything. And I've done some shit, Jesse. I've been fucked up before, but this was bad. There um, was this one time you were on tour with Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We ate a bunch of mushrooms. You decided to take mezcal and peyote at the same mm-hmm. time. Yep. And um, and yeah, and that and that kind of did it. Um, and then I I just kind of waited it out, and when I came out of the uh, the drug haze, I felt better. I had peed and, a few times. And I then you went and interviewed out. Nick Swartzen. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even do it. I didn't even, like, I guess they, they just did the interview without me. I guess someone else. Who uh, did it? I, like, one of the comics did. I think Andrea Savage oh, there was, was there. Oh, there was, there was comics. Wait, I don't understand. Oh, Will Ferrell had a bunch of kind of L.A. alternative comedy people and was just taking them around to various colleges. It was an gotcha. extravaganza. Gotcha. So of, there was just different people on the tour. Yes, exactly. And so they just had one it wasn't of the people just Will, on the tour Will be the talent. In a room. Yeah, exactly. There it wasn't go. just Will Ferrell in a room? Yeah. No. Oh, I thought the Fuck. purpose of the people... On the tour was just to build a room for Will Ferrell. Yeah, no, it, I mean they do have to build a room for him wherever he goes. But um, no, no, there was ice, comics on the do tour. They use ice blocks. Mm-hmm. Well, he, whatever's handy. He's not picky. If you're He's in an not? Arctic region, if I was a movie star, I'd make a lot of demands about my room. What it's made of? No, yeah. I mean he's, he's a real down to earth guy. You know, ice he blocks. Only recently become a movie star. He was just an average Joe. Mm, I don't know. I don't think he's an average Joe. Well, not currently. 
Mm, yeah, I but think he's he a movie served star. his time as an average Joe. And now he gets a room made out of ice blocks mm-hmm. so that he can pour vodka on his couch and then catch it with his shot glass. <laughs> nice. And it'll be not oh, only... Oh, that's the life. It'll be, you know, watered down or whatever you're supposed to do to the vodka. That's the life. So was it the worst thing that you ever felt? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to say it was the most pain I've ever been in. Wow. Yeah. I guess I'm... I guess I'm kind of on the young side to have kidney stones, but I guess it's not. What causes kidney stones? Do they tell you anything uh, about this? Is them? what the doc and and again the doctor was giving me my post kidney stone rundown while I was really fucked up on drugs and and the male nurse was standing there just mo- berating you the whole time. Yeah, exactly. He was filing his nails and bouncing a tennis ball against my head. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I um. Uh, yeah, so the doctor's giving me my, like, wrap-up. He, you know, he prescribes some Valium, uh, and then, you know, was telling me about kidney stones. Wait, he prescribed some Valium? Yeah. What's the Valium do? Just the pain comes back. But the Valium's good for the pain? Mm-hmm. I thought the Valium was only good for, uh, I thought that was only, like, a mood-altering. No, you're thinking of, uh, eating a handful of mushrooms with, uh, Willie Nelson. Oh, <laughs> Gotcha. That's, okay. No, yeah, Valium, uh, Valium helps, you know, helps relax, take the edge off. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyways, he was telling me all this medical information while I was super fucked up, so I don't, like, remember hardly any of it. Did he link it at all to pipe smoking? Yeah, it might be my, I could have caught, caught kidney stones from my 24 pipes I've had in my life, <laughs> pipefuls of tobacco. Um, I'm sure that was it. Uh no, uh, I mean, he said just basically it's from not drinking enough water. That's the only thing oh. I remember. He's like, you don't drink enough water. And I don't think it's like recent. Just over my lifetime, I haven't drank enough water. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Just like a whole, you should be having your your seven cups a day or whatever, and that's it? Yeah, something like that. Um, I mean, I've, I've read other things. Plus the pipes. Yeah, he didn't. I didn't mention the pipes. I you probably should do should a have. celebrity PSA with Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he comes. He's like, I deduce that you are. He's like, Hi, I'm Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> now, I thought I was on top of the world until I was chasing Moriarty <laughs> through the moor, and my balls started to hurt. <laughs> then I knew that even the world's greatest detective. Blah, blah, violin. India rubber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In conclusion. In conclusion. <laughs> Gas lamp. <laughs> um, <sighs> that, sounds, so, yeah. that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was bad. I don't recommend it. Did you miss your mom? Uh, no. I mean, no, I didn't have any kind of, like, regression. I mean, like, it wasn't... It, I just wanted it to stop. I was just like, stop, 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 stop. And when the drugs came in, it was just like awesome. It stopped. So, I mean, it was real, you know, it didn't cause me to think about life any differently at all, you know? <laughs> like, I didn't learn anything from it. Um, I guess drink water. But, no, I didn't have any kind of profound experience or anything like that. It was just, uh, uh, although, I don't know, maybe I maybe I feel a little bit more confident that I could endure pain. So maybe I should, like, try some potentially painful things that I would have been afraid of before. I don't know. If you have a suggestion for a potentially painful thing I could do. Are you thinking about getting a tattoo? Mm, I don't know what I would get a tattoo of. I don't think it fits my personality to have a tattoo. What about a piercing like, uh, oh, pierce your balls? 
Yeah, the old <laughs> Van Houten. I don't know. Did they call that something? The Prince uh, sure. Albert? The, Vin, the Van Houten. The Vin Diesel. Yeah, the Vin Diesel. Just to get a copy of Pitch Black rammed through my scrotum. Um, Which is roughly the same experience as watching it. Hey, I like Pitch Black. I think that's the, that's the best Vin Diesel movie. If you were to say, Jordan, pick the best, best Vin Diesel movie, I would not hesitate to say Pitch Black. I don't think I've ever seen a Vin Diesel movie. Oh, hmm. I saw Triple X. Did you? How'd that go? Mm, had Vin Diesel in it. Didn't he snowboard away from an avalanche in that? I believe That's awesome. Did. It was weird. Yeah. It was really weird. You just see the one with Ice Cube in it? No. I should have seen the one because given the choice between Vin Diesel and Ice Cube, I actually like Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Although maybe that's because like practically the only Ice Cube movie I've seen is Three Kings. Okay, well, that probably helps. I guess I've seen Friday at some point, Um, but like basically it's three. You you haven't seen any of his recent uh, family. I kind of, I kind of, I will tell you this: (laughs) there is still, right now, a significant part of me. I would say thirty-five percent that wants to go see First Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I kind of. uh, I, I just, I really like Ice Cube. Sure. No, and Tracy Morgan. And, I love uh, Tracy Morgan. And I'm kind of interested to see what Cat Williams is going to do in the movie. Hmm. It's going to be bad, though, right? I mean... It's got to be bad. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah. You think There's it's plenty of Tracy Morgan-related material out there you can see. No, there isn't, Jordan. <laughs> Not enough. There's only 30 Rock. Yeah, and you can watch like I've you can, seen you, like all. watch a YouTube clip of Astronaut Jones if you want to. Oh, uh, I, I can't tell you how many times I've done that, Jordan. I do that a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> really good. <laughs> that should be fine. That should that should satiate your Tracy Morgan. Jordan, need. can I use this opportunity to uh, to to use the the sheer power of our thousand strong audience? Yeah. Uh, like a couple years ago, before mm-hmm. Thirty Rock. I heard this clip when when Tracy Morgan was uh, just doing stand-up tours. It may have even been before the Tracy Morgan show. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody sent me this this MP3 of Tracy Morgan on a sports talk radio show. Mm-hmm. It was about 40 minutes long. And it was, I don't know, have you ever seen the famous YouTube video of Tracy Morgan just going completely apeshit on television in like San Antonio? No. On like uh, a morning show? I haven't. And he starts dancing around and talking about Jedis and and (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) and just acting totally insane. No. Okay, well, that is like 10 minutes long, Mm -hmm. that segment. And the guy obviously has no idea what to do. This was... 40 minutes of that (laughs) just continuous nonsense coming out of tracy morgan's mouth for 40 minutes and i don't think i have ever laughed as hard as i laughed when i listened to that thing (laughs) Wow! because it's just it's just crazy nonsense it is exclusively crazy nonsense man it's pretty ringing endorsement for that and and then i you know i like lost the file or deleted it or whatever and i just thought well that's the kind of thing you only need to hear once except that no it turns out that i really want to hear it some more <laughs> so if you have any tracy oh, morgan nice. ephemera okay. i've already seen the thing of him dancing around on uh the morning show in san antonio i haven't seen that send that to me okay well just search it search for it yourself asshole all right what, i would I have rather to have it search for it and me. then god i'm already gonna be checking my emails so get your mom to forward you some youtube videos when you get free hugs soon free hugs Hmm. just watch that what does this have to do with my balls (laughs) 
<laughs> Wasn't that supposed to be what this segment was exclusively about? Jordan, what on this show doesn't have to do with your balls? Well, for the first time, we're doing something that's directly your, related to my your balls, balls as opposed have been, to indirectly related Your balls to have been the elephant in the room on Jordan Jesse Go for too long. It's been one year's worth of episodes, Jordan. And we haven't we hadn't addressed your balls. They're out there. They're bouncing around. Sure. People are getting cool ideas about them. <laughs> cool ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send me any cool ideas you have regarding my balls. <laughs> Care of Jesse Thorne. One we'll be- two three Balls Avenue. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La la la. Jordan, Jesse, go, I'm Jesse. Jordan. The sponsor of Jordan, Jesse, go. The one, the only, the powerhouse, the internet phenomenon, the web 2.0 super application. I want to see that. I want is I want to see that dot com. I've actually gotten a couple of requests Mm -hmm. to make me your friend on I want to see that dot com from from listeners. No, I haven't gotten in in the you haven't? No, thanks a lot. Well people should be looking you up. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I don't think I accepted them because the actual premise of I want to see that dot com is that it's not like Facebook or MySpace where the goal is just to get twelve thousand friends. The point is to have people that you actually know because you would actually want to go to a movie with them. And no offense, but if I went to a movie with some random listener, I might come home with SARS. Yeah, or pregnant. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know if this listener uses protection. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So... It's it's actually specifically for you and your friends. Here's how it works if you have forgotten, haven't thought about it lately. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a website where you put in your your name and then you set up a little account. It's super easy. It's like four different parts of the account. It's not a complicated account. And then you just click on the movies you want to go see. And then it tells you if your friends want to go see those movies. And then you can click on the little button that says, let's make a plan to go yeah. see that movie. You make a plan to see the movie. Bip, bam, bop, slappity doo. You're going Why to the not? movies. You're going to the movies, and you're not missing Probably out. Free. It's have you ever been? In, you've been in that situation where you wanted to go see yeah. Top Gun, but then your dad, yeah, your yeah. dad already went. Mm-hmm. Your dad went with your other brother. You got to go by yourself, or you got to make somebody see it again. You don't want to do that. I'm not going to go to the movies by Avoid myself. Avoid that awkward situation. I'm no Jimmy Pardo. Sure. I don't love going to the movies by myself. I'm yeah. no comedian Doug Benson who also loves going to the movies by himself. I'm not that kind of guy. I need people to go with me. Yeah. And if I want to find people to go with me, you know what I'm going to you know where I'm going to look? I want to see that.com. I want to see that.com. Do you think we could work in the by Menin song into <laughs> I want to see that.com? KNX 1070 News Radio. <laughs> I want to see that.com. News Radio. KOFY TV 20. Stereo. I want to see that.com. Yep. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go, Jesse Thorne America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, Jordan, shall we, sir, to the telephone lines? Schweist, shan't we? Hello, Jordan Jesse. This is Kento in Los Angeles. 
I'll be moving abroad sometime. I mean, I don't even know where exactly, like Japan, Ecuador, Estonia, somewhere like that, uh, within the next year. And I have the opportunity to work at, uh, to do a radio show, a commercial radio show. Problem is, I don't like the aesthetics of commercial radio. And even though I have like full creative control, I'm really worried it'll, I'll lose like credibility or something with like PRI, NPR, APM, uh, podcast audiences. I'm wondering, if I do commercial radio, will I ever be happy? Actually, did you know that that's what happened to Bob Edwards? That's why Bob Edwards got fired from Morning Edition? Hmm. I didn't know. I didn't. It's because he, he was doing commercial radio in Estonia. Yeah. And he just lost all his credibility. Mm-hmm. They yeah, got rid of him. taking him seriously. Yeah, absolutely. He did, once uh, you hear he some... did, Yeah, once he did uh, Estonia's uh, top ten... <laughs> yeah, he was Hooter just babes. I don't. Sorry, I was thinking of something, some dumb commercial radio contest. Oh, I, I was just thinking he was the Casey Kasem of Estonia. Oh yeah, the whole time we didn't realize he was the Casey Kasem of Estonia. He got out, mm-hmm. and he got canned. He got sent 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 packing, tossed on his petard. Yeah, had to go into satellite. That's what happened to Bob Edwards. So my recommendation is, be careful, be very careful. Yeah, you know I had a college buddy Maria. And uh, Maria's dad, uh, not only did he have a lot of cool inventions Mm -hmm. uh, that he showed me one time when I visited Maria's house here in Los Angeles, but he also was a radio host in the Philippines. Yeah. He told me that the secret of hosting radio shows, he told me this completely, very seriously, was that you have to get the cab drivers on your side. (laughs) Yeah. That's why he... Because they're the ones, they're the listeners. But you know what, Jordan? Hmm. Now, Maria's dad may have been focused in, he was was a little bit removed from his radio days. Sure. He was more focused on his inventions. From a different age. Like the thank you light for the back window of your car that he invented. Okay. And was trying to pitch to various auto companies. Um, But ultimately, when I thought about it, when I sat down and thought about it, I remembered, oh, have I ever received a commendation from the Pope when he visited Manila? Nope. Nope, I haven't. And you know why he got it? Hmm. He had the cab drivers. There you go. That's the secret. With the cab drivers, so goes the Pope. Exactly. You know, exactly. I, I can I can speak to this a little bit as go a guy who's pretty thoroughly sold out. Yeah. No, uh, you're following your passion for extreme sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Jordan, it, I have mm-hmm. literally not known a day to pass when you didn't wakeboard. That's true. Uh, I did do that recently. Did you really? I went wakeboarding, yeah. Wow, was it cool? It was really fun. It was way usually like when I try those new things, uh, I'm you know kind of at least moderately frustrated with them. But Are they nice to you when you do it? Yeah, it, they were really nice to me. Oh, that's cool. It was for TV, but oh, okay. So they don't. Ju- I would just think that anytime you tried any of that, just like all the people who actually did the action sports that work at your channel, which I would imagine is sixty percent of the staff or something like that's that. A good. That's a that's a really good estimate. Yes, I would imagine that they would be really mean to you and make fun of you. Yeah, no, I I was people were real positive about my wakeboarding. Gotcha. And I uh, did it. I didn't it mean really to. Fun. We were talking about selling. Sorry, out. no, no, no. Yeah, I I mean I work for basically the most evil company there is i mean which not fuel tv but i mean it's a you fox work for fox affiliate. you work for rupert murdoch sure, you report you know, directly to rupert murdoch. yeah me i have weekly you've, meetings where i have to report into Rup. you've been advising him on various developments and uh, what he should do with the wall street journal and sure. also what it's like to really meet frank stallone <laughs> yeah um but yeah no it's been fun it's been great you uh you get some money 
Mm-hmm. You get some perks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you have, you know, the time. And it doesn't, like, exclude you from doing other pursuits. Like, just hopefully when you do something that, you know, maybe isn't, you know, 100% what you want to do, just have a lot of fun with it and just let it, you know... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just gives you a lifestyle to where you can do other things. Can I add? Do. Can yes. I add something to that? Hmm. Um, I've heard that they can't get blue jeans there, and blue jeans are more valuable pound for pound than gold. Yeah. So I would bring a lot of blue jeans. There you go. Also, sell out. Hey, Jordan, Jeffy Joe. This is John from St. Cloud. Uh, calling with a momentous occasion. This doesn't get have to do with my job, but another area of it. The company I'm with has like this affiliate called. Uh, Kid Again Inflatable Fun Show, and I just got done doing one of those shows, which meant got to help with the kids and, like, you know, the, uh, like, the inflatable, like, robot fight thing or the inflatable rock climb, and it was pretty, pretty awesome to do, and, uh, and, uh, I guess it, the name rang too, I guess I felt like a kid again somewhat, or maybe that's for the people who were participating. I have no idea what he was talking about, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the what the fuck any of that meant, but it was really cool. As far as I'm concerned, uh, John from St. Cloud is threatening. It's Ashley from Texas, right? You just called? No, the Ashley from Te- John. It's definitely oh, John from St. Cloud who her? just called. He's threatening Ashley from Texas for a new official caller. Oh, Jordan yeah, Jesse absolutely, status. man. I feel like I I would I could listen to John from St. Cloud read the phone book. That was great. That's how I feel Keep about up, John, John from St. Cloud. And to Your hear inflatable fun show. <laughs> to hear him say inflatable fun show was one of the great pleasures of my life. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. This is Zach from Corvallis, Oregon, which, like your city, is another place where people don't know how clothes work. And I just turned 26. I'm trying to dress more like a man now than a boy, and I need some advice. It's really easy for me to dress well at this time of year, but I get really confused once the sun comes out. So, Jesse, do you have any tips on how to dress respectively in warm weather? Specifically, is it possible to look respectable in shorts? And what can I wear on my feet that's not Birkenstocks or flip-flops? Also, uh, just so it doesn't seem like a planted call, Jordan, what's a good video game under $20 for people who are terrible at video games? Thanks, guys. That's called covering the bases. Nice. You want to go ahead and do the fashion thing and I'll just uh, space out for a little bit? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and space out. As a guy who's currently wearing plaid shorts and flip-flops, I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and... Uh, there's plenty of stuff. Take this one. Number one, there's plenty of stuff you can wear on your feet besides flip flops. Uh, I'm totally not against the wearing of sandals that were intended to be sandals. That's totally appropriate to wear. I mean, obviously only in a casual context. You don't want to wear sandals to work. That would be kind of weird. But you know, like if you're if you're heading out, it's totally appropriate to wear sandals. As far as whether you can wear shorts and not look like a dip. Um, especially if you're trying to dress like a grown-up. I mean, if you dress like a 12-year-old like Jordan does, you know, ah. like he can he can get a, he yeah. can get away with it, right? But um, if you're trying to dress like a grown-up, yeah, it's really tough to wear shorts and not look like a dip. If you wear kind of longer, more panty shorts, uh, <laughs> more panty, Jordan, either help or don't help, okay? Um, if you're wearing kind of longer shorts um, and you're, you know, kind of a, a slimmer person and uh, you're, you know, kind of masculine enough that you won't just look like, you know, a French guy with a fluorescent green Lecoq sportif backpack, um, then, you know, that that can work in some cases. 
I would just say stick with lightweight pants as a general rule. I mean, it's, you're living Corvallis. It's not like you live in. Uh, it's not like you live in you know Zaire. You know, it's not going to be 120 in yeah. Corvallis. You know, you're just looking just tough at tough it out, is what you're saying. 80s. Yeah, I mean, just wear like a lightweight cotton pant. I mean, like if you're wearing a lightweight cotton pant, then uh, that's not going to be significantly worse than wearing shorts because it'll be keeping the sun off of you. In addition to, uh, in addition to, um, you know, uh, being lightweight. You see what I'm saying, Jordan? Yeah. Do you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually there's actually a thread on the forum right now about uh, dressing yourself. Um, uh, I think because I like to wear a necktie, people have been asking me a lot of questions about this. So somebody started a thread on the forum. It's going very well. People sharing a little information about what to do when all of a sudden you realize you have to dress like a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Or what to do when you realize that you have the opportunity to dress like a grown-up. Uh, Jordan, with regard to uh, video games under $20 for people who are bad at video games. Yes. Um, well, I don't, uh, I don't know what console you have. Or if you have a PC or not, so uh, right there you're making my job a little tough. <laughs> Snore. Um, yeah, but um, let's see. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of some cross-platformers that you might like. Um, well, if you have a PlayStation 2, uh, Jesse and I are both big fans of the Katamari games, the yeah, Katamari Damacy games. Yeah, Katamari. Uh, they, they can, those can be had for around $20. Yep. Um, if you have the Xbox or the PS2, there's the uh, Capcom Classics Collection. That's a good $20 game. It's got a bunch of old... Um, that guy like Street Fighter 2 or something? Yeah, it's got a bunch of old Capcom arcade games. It's got like uh, 20 of them on there. It's a big... Uh, they're all real fun. Uh, kind of casual. There's a good two, a lot of good two-player ones on there. What's that game called? Super Wario Attack of the Nightmare or something? <laughs> yeah, Super Wario Nightmare. Um, yeah, <laughs> Wario wears smooth moves. Yeah. Yeah, you're all about you, that. You don't know how to do. Any, you don't need to know how to do anything to play that game. Yeah. You could literally. I, that is probably the number one favorite game of the mentally crippled. <laughs> Just people who cannot think. You wouldn't. You can play that game if you can't tie your shoes. Yeah. Because it's like, shake it. Do with the, watch something. It's just called, it should just be called Super Wario React to Stimuli. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's for the Wii, if you have it. I like um, that one a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. Fun party game. Yeah, totally fun party game. I've never been to a party. Well, you play Wario where smooth moves. That's a pretty good simulation. That's so like, you know what it's like to be at a party. Yeah, that's true. After that. Um, Ape Escape. That's yeah. a video game I've never played before. Ape Escape. I've totally played Ape Escape. Yeah, there you go. If you've got a PlayStation 2, any of the Ape Escape games are fun. Awesome. You capture okay. them. Can, are we done with this? Hey, I got an Xbox Media Center. It's like a hacked Xbox. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, I just want to give a plug. We've been talking a lot about Zunes lately sure. on the show. I want to give a plug to Upset Microsoft. Uh, if you happen to need something to play your videos on that you stole from the internet, mm-hmm. holy shit, this Xbox Media Center is the greatest thing ever. Hmm. It's so spectacular. It's like a little menu. Like, it's so easy to use that Teresa could certainly use it, and she doesn't know any <laughs> technical she's a tardo. stuff. Yeah, I mean, my fiance is an idiot. Uh, no, Teresa, Teresa, who doesn't she's care Teresa. about any of this stuff, yeah. you, it's just like this little menu, and you can play any video that anybody, any computer in your house has on it, on your TV, hmm. it's, or any song. Or you can play, like, uh, slideshows of your family photos. Although I think to point, to, to make Microsoft happy again, I should point out that the Xbox 360 does that anyways. Yes, With that's no true. hacking. Yeah, but it costs, like, $400 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a $300 
Yeah, I'm not. Two fifty now. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should have got one of those. You should look into it. I think They're, I probably dropped one fifty on this Xbox I'm, plus the wireless uh, adapter. I'm real happy. I've never thought of myself as an Xbox man, but I've really liked Xbox three sixty. Okay. Well, blah 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 blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesse, let me first say that I I love you, man. But Tom Sharp just said that you were the worst caller of seven to the show, and I would just like to say that. I'm not in the place to judge. Only his, only he is in the place to judge for his call. His show, his callers of his show. I would like to say, in my mind, you are number one. I love you. I love you. Bye. The funny, uh, the funny part about that that creepy call was it sounded from. I I heard some background noise. It sounded like he was doing that in public. Like he no, was I at, think that I think he was. I think he was doing that as he was listening to Tom Sharpling on the radio. Oh, okay. That's what I think. I don't think he did that at a mall. Well, I, I sounded, think it sounded to me like he was at a mall. I heard then we better a, take up a collection for his bail money. <laughs> oh, hey. Um, speaking of malls, I I was at like a a proper mall for the first time in a long time the other day. Um, and there was an Orange Julius. Uh huh. And I was really excited. I haven't had an Orange Julius in a while. Definitely a favorite childhood treat. Does not hold up. I don't know if they really. I don't know if they've changed the recipe, or uh, or what. But whatever it was, it was not fun to drink. That is interesting. Not fun Did at all. Do you have fun memories of Orange Julius? Uh, well, I never really spent any time at the mall as a kid, but um, I had a fun, I have fond memories of making. Orange Julius is with uh, my housemate Nathaniel when we were in college, yeah. and we got a cool blender. Well, maybe that's the way to do it. May- it is. I mean, I'll tell you how homemade. to make it. Okay. You want to know how to make yeah, it? Just, sure. for, just for our listeners out there who might want to make an Orange Julius, I'm not going to give you the exact proportions. Mm-hmm. That would be cheating. But use some. You got some ice, mm-hmm. some concentrated orange juice, some sugar, a little bit of vanilla, and an egg. That's it. That's what you need. You make yourself some orange Julius's. They're spectacular. Well, the one at the mall was uh, was just a, a gross, icy mess. Anyways. Okay. Well, can I address the issue that that this caller? Oh, what is he talking about? So on the best show on WFMU, which as you, you know is one of my favorite radio programs, mm-hmm. hosted by my friend Tom Sharpling. Um, I was lucky enough. They had a, a, an awards show recently. Okay. Um, I think it was last week on the program was the awards show, and uh, it was the best show awards. They gave out various awards, best caller, you know, uh, most pathetic caller, mm-hmm. um, worst caller. Yeah. Um, and I was lucky enough to win worst caller of 2007. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And it was really, I mean, I just want to thank Tom for, um, obviously Tom adjudicated the awards. Mm-hmm. I want to thank Tom for giving me that, uh, that award. I was really, I mean, like I said, I just love the heck out of the best show and it was really an honor to get that, um, to get that award. Now, one thing that Tom, Tom did sort of, did sort of go on the attack a little bit. Um, really? He awarded you worst caller and then went on? That's well, strange. he didn't. No, th- let me be clear here. He actually said a lot of nice things about me. Mm-hmm. Um, he really loves the sound of Young America. That's good. Um, he's supported it financially in the past. Um, uh, he he likes some things about Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. Um he well for one thing he he just hates you oh he thinks you're a drag on the show no um he calls you derek okay derek something 
he has a hard time remembering your name. Yeah. Well, I can, you know. Um, he thinks it should how. be called, uh, I think it was uh, Jordan Go Away. I think he suggested oh, as an clever. alternate. It's like a clever play on the name of the show. Um, but I want to be clear. You know, I, I had this discussion once with Tom before. Mm-hmm. Regular listeners may remember this. I, I had this, and it led to a lot of soul-searching on my part. When I brought it up on the show, we ended up having a big fight. Yeah. Oh, I remember that now. Um, which I wasn't expecting, and mm-hmm. I had I had to um, kick you off of the show. Had to bring in uh, big-time Gene O'Neill for a while to co-host with me. Sure. Um, it was a very bad situation, I think, for all involved. And eventually, kind of when I got my head on straight, I realized, you know, Jordan's my best friend. He's the funniest guy I know. Did somebody shoot Gene, too? Yeah, that was really bad. That was terrible. In fact, it kind of seemed like you... Well, never mind. Um, I think we both forget that. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, I I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I defended you to Tom, and I want you to know that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not just going to kowtow to Tom just because he thinks I'm so great that he gave me an award, gave me all these compliments. Who's he, really? Donated a bunch of money. He is Is on the radio in New Jersey. Congratulations. Well, I, I like his show a lot. Mm, well, I'm not gonna. So anyway, I'm, I'm just saying, saying it's probably not anything. I'm just saying, Derek. Right now, your uh, your job is completely safe. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, just to go. This is John from St. Cloud. Uh, wanted to ask you guys a question that I'm sure the entire Maximum Fun Nation wants to know. Dusty, did you get a new calendar, and if so, what did you choose? Is it fluffy bunnies again, or did you move on? Anyways. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Bye. Jordan, we got a lot of calls this week, but I ran two from John from St. Cloud because yeah. I love him that much, Jordan. <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. Let's talk about calendars for a minute. Yes. Now, I want to be clear. I don't choose the calendars. I can ask for a particular calendar, mm-hmm. but Teresa's the one making the call because I get them for Christmas. Gotcha. Okay. I got slippers and a calendar. Needless to say, I bet you can guess what kind of calendar it was. Slippers? No, it was not a slipper of the month calendar. For fuck's sake, Jordan, get your head on straight. Okay. I don't want to have to fire you again. (laughs) It was a bunny calendar. Yeah. And this month's bunny (laughs) is a fat gray bunny. And the fat gray bunny (laughs) looks like the Cheshire cat from the animated version. From Shut the animated version Stupid. of no. Alice in Wonderland, he's got that funny They're look awful. on his face, like not when he's smiling, like when he's got it, when it's going down. Oh no, so not the Cheshire Cat, the Shut Caterpillar the from. He's like, oh, oh I'm an God, adorable bunny. So uh, <sighs> okay, next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, this is Jared up in Sacramento. Um, I have to tell you, I just saw the first person in my neighborhood uh, that I've ever seen riding a recumbent bike and uh as a long time uh listener of sound young america uh at all um i instantly thought of you guys and many many sarcastic comments about said bike and um i laughed out loud yesterday jordan Mm -hmm. i was driving down the street i saw somebody swerved around me on a bicycle and i i had a revelation Hmm. i dislike what are called fixies, which is uh, the fixed gear ratio bikes, the ones that don't have any gears or brakes. Mm-hmm. 
I dislike them more than I dislike recumbent bikes. Really? Why? What's the... Because on a, if you're riding a recumbent bike, the message you're sending is, I'm a dip or a dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Some kind of dop. Um, if you're riding one of these fixed gear bikes with no brakes and no anything on mm-hmm. it, you're, the message you're sending is, fuck you, suck my dick. <laughs> like, I won't stop for anything. I don't have to. Yeah. I don't even wear a helmet. Hmm. What kind of guy rides one of those? I don't think I know uh, what you're talking about. It's ridden by a bicycle person, the kind of guy who gets involved in bicycle-based or, or community activism. Okay. Um, and thinks that they're a better person because they ride a bicycle. And when I say a better person, not like in the self-improvement sense, in the I'm better than you sense. Gotcha. Um, they're the kind of they're the kind of cyclist who uh, flips you off a lot. Okay. Even when you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, Jordan, let me be clear. I bicycle commuted for several years. I rode a bicycle several miles to high school for a while. Okay. I am in support you're, of bicycle yeah, commutes. You're sympathetic towards... I'm in support of bicycle lanes. I'm an active supporter of bicycle lanes. I've even called supervisors to ask for bicycle lanes. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm a, I have a bicycle. Yeah, you've established yourself as pro-bicycle. I think that's your this, voting record uh, says These that. bikes are just about being a dick. Okay. And I don't think that... I, I, admit, I, I think it's very unfortunate that there are drivers who aren't considerate of by other cyclists on the road, of other people who are using the road. I don't think the answer is to just ride one of these dick bicycles with no, no brakes on it. <laughs> And then just go through every intersection mm. and just flip people off yeah. and be a dick. Now, I will add one proviso to this. Yes. If you were on a velodrome. I don't know what that is either. That's one of those bicycle racetracks with raised sides. Okay. Perfectly appropriate to ride one of these bikes. Okay. 100%. Hi, Jordan Jesse Go. This is Heather Nykowski, the babe with the power from Sound of Tomorrow. And I, too, am actually recording this message for a definite broadcast because I'm broadcasting right now um, for episode 17, the only The Lonely Show. And I just wanted to call and say hello, and my co-host and I both absolutely adore your show. And one day I was listening, and I had this really great idea. I think that you guys should have a cartoon of you two, Jordan Jesse, and instead of Jordan Jesse, go, it should be called Jordan Jesse, no! And it could be where you're in peril all the time, you know, like you're driving your car off a cliff, but then you get stuck on a branch and somehow get out of peril. I just think it would be terrific. So think about it. I, you know animators, right? I'd do it myself if I had any animation skills, but, you know, I'm just a podcaster. So thanks so much for the awesome show. Take good care. Bye. Jordan, you wanted to play this one on the show. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not nuts about the cartoon idea, but I like the idea of podcast synergy. Jordan, you know what's going to happen now. Hmm. Every single one of our listeners who has their own podcast, which is probably 20% of our listeners, <laughs> yeah. are just going to start, their whole podcast is going to be calling in to think, our uh, podcast. Dan Carlin from Dan Carlin's Hardcore History will call? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> is that what you're hoping? Yes. <laughs> you kidding? That is some pretty hardcore history. I have some questions about the steppe civilization I'd like to ask. I'd like to have Dan Savage from Savage Love call in, please. Sure. He'd probably have some witticisms and some tough truths for us to deal with. Dan, anybody. He'd probably recommend that we uh, see a professional sex worker because uh, we're not satisfying each other's sexual needs. Yeah. That's my guess. Just a guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Just a guess. Also fisting. 
Um, I don't think from now on, if you call in from your podcast, we're not going to play it. That's oh, yeah. my rule. That was the, that was the one time I thought it was cool. It's their, their it's you know a podcast. Anyways, that's fine. Whatever. If you're let me, but but hmm, something good can be taken from this, Jordan. Right. It is this. She suggested that we start our own cartoon. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. Oh yeah. Sure. I don't think it's going to be Jordan Jesse. No. I think it's going to be. Something Who else. knows? Who knows? It doesn't even have to be a cartoon, in my opinion. It can be. I'm throwing the doors wide open. Dance. If you have an idea for an interpretation of the sound of of Jordan Jesse Go, mm-hmm. bring it on. Give us a call. Tell us what it is. Puppets. Maybe we'll commission it. We're talking about puppets. We're talking about uh, dance movements. Dance movements. We're talking about machinima. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you make a show, make a movie based in out of Quake. <laughs> yeah. We're talking something at Burning Man. We're talking about something at Burning Man. Burning Man Village. <laughs> exactly. We're talking about the playa. Mm-hmm. We're talking about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We're talking about hero sandwiches. Sure. Heroes. We're talking about if heroes. We can get a guest spot on heroes. <laughs> We're talking about the TV show Heroes. Give us a call if you have an idea. 206-984-4FUN, and we will give you the thumbs up or the thumbs down. What was we that will, podcast they were calling from? Uh, I don't remember, Jordan. Hmm. This isn't about plugging their podcast. Was it Dan Carlin's Hardcore History? Uh, actually, you know what? That sounds familiar. I think it was Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Yeah, it sounds familiar history. to me, too. I've never even heard that before. Yeah. I think that was that was Dan Carlin, right? Man, he's great. Thanks a lot for calling, Dan. He has a surprisingly sensual voice. Yeah, I noticed. I was kind of turned on by Dan Carlin from <laughs> Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Is that why you were jacking off? Yeah, well, I usually jack off during Hardcore History. But, but it's not Dan Carlin's he Hardcore History. The it's a, it's a diff- it's just a porn podcast with a historical theme. <laughs> yeah. The hardcore history that Victorian I like. Victorian women uh in in corsets tickling each other with feathers. <laughs> <laughs> just describes that. And then being raped by minotaurs. Yeah. That's not a real historical thing. No. Minotaurs. A lusty stable boy. Yeah. Okay, well anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I moved uh, this past weekend, and we are recording this in uh, Sound of Young America World Headquarters 2.0, mm-hmm. uh, down down the hall from Sound of Young America World Headquarters 1.0. Um, we have our own room here. Yeah, this is nice. A nice we can make a ruckus if we wanted to. Absolutely. Um, uh, it's nice. The only problem is when I moved, I lost this letter that we got from a listener. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let me just say I, I apologize for that. Yeah. Let me get that out there. It's not that I don't care about what this guy's name was. I remember it was a dude, but I don't remember what his name was right now. Here's what was going on in the letter. He sent me, um, well, he sent me a couple of Mad Libs mm-hmm. uh, and some stamps. People send me some packages that um, are charming but also freak me out. Okay, this was one of them. This was one of what, them. What about it freaked you out? Oh, but you're you're getting to that. I should. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not, no. They just it just freaks me out. Like just some okay. Mad Libs and some stamps. What about that freaks you out? It's just a weird thing to get in the mail. It's not. There's weirder things to get in the mail. It doesn't sound obsessive and stalkery. It might. I know. You know. It's just. It just freaks me out a little bit because it's weird because it's happened more than once. Like people send me different things and it's great. It's nice. Yeah. 
And uh, a lot of times it'll be like, for example, uh, Aaron, who does the uh, interviews on the blog, he sent me a little package with a drawing he made of a werewolf and a um, vampire. Okay. Um, e. Beth from the Maximum Fun Forums, she sent me that one time that package that had a lot of like natural uh, foodstuffs for your bath. Sure. They're not foodstuffs if you put them in your no, bath. No, no, natural bath, bath products, products. Bath products that you would get at the natural food store, like your, uh, you know... Sauce sea sponge. Yeah, your uh, anise-flavored toothpaste. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, so it's nice to get these, all, but it's weird. I'm just saying it's a little bit weird. So if you're thinking about sending me one of these, go ahead... But just know you're that you're going to be creeped out. I'm going to be a little bit creeped out. I don't out. see what I'll about be appreciative. Yeah. I'll be appreciative of it too. Because what are you afraid it's going to? It's going to. You think they? What if one like, of these things off at the thought of you opening it? Or no. Something? What if one of these things has like SARS in it? <laughs> Why would someone want to send you SARS? I don't know because I'm a media personality. Why did someone want to shoot Dan Rather or whatever? Yeah, that's true. You are about as big as Dan Rather. Yeah, I'm the same as Dan Rather. Okay, I'm not as big as Dan Rather, Jordan. That's no, you know how like crazy I am as big as Connie Chung. Sure, at her zenith. Yeah, <laughs> her peak. Um, I'm as maybe as big as Connie Chung at her nadir. What I don't understand. That's that. the opposite of zenith. Is it? Yeah. N a d i r. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Learn something new every day. Um. <laughs> what are we talk? Oh, why this freaks you out? Oh yeah, I just don't. Okay. Anyways, I wouldn't be freaked out, but I mean, I guess nobody's mailing me anything, so. Yeah, you're not the one opening the thing. You're right. Okay. A lot of people send me notes written on binder paper too. Yeah. That's weird too. I mean, I'm not against it. I like I said, I really appreciate okay. getting these notes from people, and I, I I totally understand the spirit in which they are intended, mm-hmm. which is totally nice. I like sincerely appreciate it, and I I want to be clear sure, about okay. that. But it also it sounds kind like of you're creeps me out. In the uh, chance to get any more free Mad Libs, it's, it sounds like you're just just stepping all over that opportunity. It's sort of like when. Somebody writes an article in the school newspaper that's a that in the school comedy newspaper mm-hmm. about killing the president, like 101 crazy ways to kill the president. Right. And then the Secret Service visits their house. Okay. And they're just just to double check that they don't actually want to kill the president. Right. I I kind of wish I had a Secret Service to dispatch to people to make sure that they weren't trying to send me SARS. Okay, fair enough. You're concerned mainly with SARS. Yeah, well, remember when the anthrax scares were going on? Mm-hmm. It's like this. When the anthrax scares were, scares were going on, were you, were you in college then when the anthrax was going on? Uh, I forget. Okay, well, maybe it was my freshman year, sophomore year of college. They shut down the entire Porter College dining hall at UC Santa Cruz. Oh, I think I remember that. And uh, because they had this anthrax scare, it was when there was a lot of anthrax scares going on. Mm-hmm. It turns out it wasn't anthrax that they had found leaking out of an envelope in the mailroom. It was laundry detergent oh, okay. because two people had a running joke going with each other where they would borrow something from the other person and then return it by mail even though they lived on the same hall. Gotcha. So That's one adorable. of them borrowed a scoop of laundry detergent and then and returned then it in an envelope. Laundry. Gotcha. That's kind of how I feel about it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like anthrax scaring. Just shut check. Down. Just five, five or ten percent. All right. But that's not what I came here to talk about today, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I came here to talk about the fact that he included $20 in this envelope. Okay. He found this $20 on campus. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He felt like it kind of belonged to somebody, so he shouldn't spend it. 
he should make, but he, there was no way for him to find out whose $20 it was, right. so he sent it to me. Okay. Now, he sent because it to me. you have a kind of a donation-based economy. Going. Exactly, because that's how I eat. Sure. Is when people donate things to me. But I thought this is such a lovely, serendipitous $20 mm-hmm. that this guy who's obviously, you know, presuming he's in college, he, I guess he could be in high school or something, but yeah, pre- yeah. presuming that he's in college, he, I'm sure he doesn't have a lot of extra money or whatever. Sure. He found this $20 and thought, you know what, I'm going to pass this $20 on to Jesse because, you know, I like whatever, The Sound of Young America or Jordan Jesse Go or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to pass this $20 on in some other way. So if I have this $20 bill, I want to do something with it. Wow. To okay. make the world a better place. Paint it forward, huh? Yeah, I am not. I am. What did you say? Paint, paint it, it forward. Paint spacey it? style. Paint it forward? Pay, pay it forward? Pay it pay forward. It forward. Yeah, not paint it forward. Paint it forward. Jay Moore style. Wait, <laughs> Jay Moore style? Yeah, he was in that movie. He pay was? Pay it forward, yeah. I was watching that show Action that he was on on mm-hmm. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good show, and he's great in it. Okay. That's all I have to say about Jay Moore. That's Fair all enough. I got on the topic of Jay Moore. Um,. So I want to do something cool with it. Right now, the only idea I have okay. so far is um, go to like the uh, th- the th- the Rite Aid mm-hmm. grocery store, um, I mean uh, drugstore where they sell Thrifty brand ice cream. Sure. They used to they used to sell this in Thrifty uh, uh, drugstores drug before yeah. Thrifty merged with Rite Aid. Um, and I, and they have the ice cream cost 99 cents. Mm-hmm. So That's a great buy... bargain. That's a great ice cream bargain. Yeah, Comes it is. in that kind of conical scoop too. Yeah, exactly. Forget about it. That's awesome. It's one of the best ice cream values around. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the best ice cream value around, there's I would say. There's also sherbet options too. Yeah, there's a rainbow sherbet. Um, can we, can we get, I, I want another opinion from the audience here. Uh, once you finish finding that Tracy Morgan on the sports talk radio mm-hmm. station, uh, can you tell me what's the deal with sherbet and sherbet? Sorbet too. Is also a no, you don't concern. have to tell me what the deal is with sorbet. I know what sorbet is. No. What's the difference between sorbet and sherbet? Uh, sorbet doesn't have any uh, milk in it. No, and doesn't. sherbet does. Sure, or cream. It doesn't okay. have any dairy in it. No, oh, interesting. Sorbet is just fruit, water, sugar. Well, great. I'm glad I know that. Now, there you go. Now, I currently know that. So, with regard to this twenty dollars, that's the only idea I've got so far. Um, but then, Is, wait, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to buy, buy 20, twenty ice cream, ice cream cones scoops? and then just give them to people walking down the street? Oh, I don't think if somebody in LA would take a random ice cream cone that a weirdo gave them. You don't think so? What if you're I you're a weirdo? What if I just said, what if I was wearing a necktie, number one, and I offered to buy people an ice cream? You say like, hey, if you come in here, I'll buy you an ice cream. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on where you where you decided to do it. Are you going to do it around here? Around your uh, there's well there's one in Larchmont here in Los Angeles. Yeah, that might be okay. Somebody like a somebody with a little dog maybe. I don't know. I think you would be. I think you would be. I don't know. I don't you think, think it would, would be, be as rebuffed. Fun. Yeah, I think you would be. What if there was a camera on me? Then people just thought maybe you were doing some sort of maybe you were. Then they would think I was trying to prank them. Yeah, no, nah, you don't want to. I think the camera's the camera's worse. Hmm. I don't know. It sounds like a neat idea, but okay, I mean, well, I understand the spirit, but I just think it would be met with too much suspicion. So here's what we're doing, Jordan. Okay, throwing it out there, throwing it, throwing out, there. it out there. Action Twenty item. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. What should I do with it to make the world a better place? And the goal is maybe not- if like people. Okay, sorry. Maybe if people like signed up to get the ice cream, like, hey, meet at this ice cream store at this time and you get one. Like I posted something on Craigslist. Maybe? Yeah, Craigslist or I don't know some other place people might look. Um, yeah, that might be kind of fun. And then it'd be at like an ice cream party. Oh. 
Anyways. I kind of like the Craigslist idea. Yeah, yeah. So the first 20 people who email me and agree to show up at a specific time in a specific place we'll get free ice cream. receive one free ice cream cone. Yeah. It's good. I, yeah. Anyway, that's my vote. I I, I'd be worried that people wouldn't show up, though. Yeah, that's true. And then you'd just be... Then I'd just be sitting there with a bunch of cones. Melty with a bunch ice of, cream cones. With a bunch of cones in my arms. Mm-hmm. And they're melting down my onto my shirt sleeves. Well... You have wanted to uh, have I'd be an opportunity this. to take the world's saddest picture. Yeah. That'd be a good time to do it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hmm. Then I could just throw a Frisbee and then walk over and get it and throw it back in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also you uh, accidentally step on someone's pet's neck <laughs> oh, on the geez. way to get the Frisbee. Like, oh, shit, your you, pet. You know that my dad stepped on my pet once, right? And yeah. And killed it? Yes. It's not funny. Oh, okay. wait a minute. Yes, it is. It's very Sorry, funny. I got really confused. You got funny and not funny confused. Oh, jeez. I got... Uh, which one is Marmaduke? <laughs> oh, uh... Not funny. Not funny. Unless you step on his neck. Mm-hmm. What if there very was a Marmaduke <laughs> where it's just the owner <laughs> accidentally stepping on Marmaduke's neck while he, <laughs> he kills him? It's like, shit, I killed Marmaduke. <laughs> well, the, uh... It's just an angel coming out of <laughs> and he's eating. Uh, he's eating a long strand of angel sausages. <laughs> and then there's a crossover where he visits Billy's grandma on the family circus. Yeah, she steps on his neck, <laughs> and then he, and he goes, goes to, to heaven. Heaven. I was gonna say hell. Dog. Uh, anyway, so twenty bucks. I'm throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. It's in the. It's in the ether. Give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, of course, is the Maximum Fun line. That's a good way to spend 20 bucks. I think we're going to get that will, some That'll like help the world, something that will make the world a better place. And is that I want to like be your, clear, Jordan. Yeah. I'm not looking to, for maximum help to the world. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that I should... Give it to AIDS. Buy a, buy a cow for a poor family yeah. in Bangladesh. You don't want to make anything carbon neutral. You're not looking to make something carbon neutral. No, I'm I am not interested in your carbon offsets. Mm-hmm. But I it I want it to be great. Right. What if I just so what if do you think if I did it in my neighborhood and instead of ice cream from Rite Aid it was paletas? Maybe fruta fresca? <laughs> just buy everybody a fruta fresca? Yeah, what kind of like mango or the mixed mixed up one? Yeah, probably the mixed up one with the. Uh, you know, it's got all different kinds. It's got some pineapple in there, some mango. Paella? Not a paella. What's paella? Isn't paella some kind of fish salad? No, I think it is. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, throw a little paella on there. Isn't that like where the fish is uncooked and then you put lime juice on it and that cooks the fish? Uh, I don't. I, I don't I think, think that's, that's what, paella. I think that's what paella is. I think it's a rice dish. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe paella is like a baked fish and rice. Pretty sure it has fish in it. Hmm. What's flan? <laughs> God, I have no Disgusting. idea. Disgusting. That's what flan is. You, you don't like flan? Ugh, I don't like flan. Ugh. Anyway, that's what I think about flan. Ugh. You a problem with the texture? Yeah, don't like anything about it. Anyway, nothing. Oh. About, huh. All right. Ooh. I understand that. I mean, I'm very texturally sensitive. But I mean, I, uh, I like Jello jigglers, but <laughs> flan, no. Well, how come Jello's not pushing Jello jigglers anymore? They just not. They're just not know. connecting with the new generation of young people. Maybe they are. We don't watch that much TV. There could be Jello jiggler commercials on. Yeah, that's. True. I mean, I guess I don't see any Jello jiggler billboards when I'm driving to work. But yeah. I bet if you would watch some children's TV, there would be commercials for Jello Jigglers. Maybe it's just because Bill Cosby's dead. Yeah. 
That's probably it. Yeah. And to honor him. They, it's like we're retiring somebody's jersey mm-hmm. in the, a sport. When Bill Cosby died, they retired the jiggler. Yeah. They're just a framed one up on the wall of Jell-O headquarters. The Bill Cosby Memorial Jiggler. Oh, that Bill Cosby, he's rolling over in his grave. <laughs> his grave that I created in my imagination. Yeah. Are oh, you thinking of uh, Heath Ledger? That's why they don't sell oh, Jell-O jigglers fuck. anymore. I got confused about which celebrity died. Yeah. Heath They're, Ledger was the one that endorsed Jell-O jigglers. Wait, w- which one was the one who was in Brokeback Mountain? That was Cosby, right? Uh, that was Ledger um, was famous for Ghost Dad, right? No, you're thinking of, uh, gosh, I can't remember the name of that guy. He was a teen heartthrob in the 90s. I was going to make another recently dead oh, celebrity joke. the other joke. guy who died? Yeah, yeah Jonathan yeah. Brandis. <laughs> Jonathan Brandis was the one in Brokeback Mountain. Okay, now... Who was the one that... Who was the other 90... Oh, Brad Renfro. Oh, yeah, Brad Renfro. He also died. <laughs> now, Sidney Poitier... Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. La, la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse. Jordan? Jordan, have you ever asked yourself this question? What is the best zoo animal? Constantly. I feel like I've been doing it for months. <laughs> that sounds bad. No, I mean, I, I, I know the feel. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big question. What's the best animal? I mean, I feel like, I don't know. For one thing, I feel like it's underrepresented in the media. Sure. I hear all about it's this. It's all election this, election that. I hear all about this Barack Obama bin Laden. Yeah, right. But uh, where's to talk about the issues that really matter? Yes, we know Hillary's a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what animal is better? Mike Huckabee can fly, sure. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> We've all seen him doing his loop the loops. Alan Keyes is a black. <laughs> Um, the question is, what is the best animal? Now, for the past four or five months on this program, we have been attempting to <laughs> answer that something question. Something Michael Dukakis. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <Anyway>. Morley Safer. <laughs> that's not even a politician. That's just a guy from 60 Minutes. <laughs> Okay, um, we've been trying to answer the question, what is the best zoo animal, through a scientific process. Now, mm. we, we set up a bracket, we weighted the bracket, uh, and, then we <laughs> went through, and then we went through and had you, the listeners, the most knowledgeable people in the world, vote on uh, which animal was the best. We were, we were relying, Jordan, on something called the wisdom of crowds. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of the wisdom of crowds? Yes. Yeah, it's what makes... They opened for uh, Rush back in 79, didn't they? Yeah, you were there. Mm-hmm. I was there, too. I was fucking blasted out of my mind on how mushrooms. Old, how old were you? I was negative, too. <laughs> I was zero. Oh, okay. Um, you, so your age couldn't go backward. No. I mean, oh, my I, age went backward. I was in some sort of suspended pre-birth state. Oh, like in a cocoon. Yeah, well, I was watching the movie Cocoon, <laughs> which had yet to be released. It was kind of a non-time. I was in sort of a non... <laughs> Kind of all-encompassing time state. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all the nice part about that non-time state—all the chocolate milk you can drink. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's poured for you by Copernicus. It came to it came down to the final battle, which was between the great ape, which included uh, Coco the gorilla, sure, other great apes, orangutan, and the bear, which includes the California state bear. Mm-hmm. Um, it includes the bear from the movie The Bear. Um, it bear in- from the movie The Edge. It includes uh, Yogi Bear, if Yogi Bear were a real bear, mm-hmm. which he's not. But if he were, he would be included under the heading of bear. Um, and the, f- the, the battle was hot and heavy, I would say. Um, and when it finally came down to it, there could be only one champion, Jordan. That was Bear. Bear won. The greatest animal ever to be in a zoo is a bear. Bear, 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 bear. bear. Now, let's speak no more of it. Let there be no more debate. The The matter is is closed. Mm -hmm. Um, Gavel, gavel, gavel. This is what we're going to do. I'm mostly moving this uh, the battles onto our forum. Mm-hmm. We've set up a new forum called the Showdown Forum. Sure. In this forum, at one at a time, we will be determining the best in a variety of categories. Right now in the forum, there is a thread that has a lot of interesting possibilities that people have suggested. Um, if you want to suggest something for our next battle, put it, in the, put it in the showdown forum. There's a thread there. You can post it up. I'll tell you what I'm leaning towards right now. And we got a few calls this week that were excellent suggestions, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll tell you what I'm leaning towards right now. Okay. It's from uh, back in business, Brian Lane. Um, he posts on the forums as well as Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian suggested historical epics or historical p- ages or Ooh, periods. That's good. Yeah, everybody can have fun with that. So we would have the the Brass Age. Is that an age? Bronze Age. Bronze Age. Of. There you go. The Bronze Age versus Le Belle Epoque <laughs> versus the Gilded Age sure. versus the Age of the Robber Barons. All good ages. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested. That's what I'm leaning towards, but I haven't decided 100%. Okay. But we're going to be moving it onto the forum. So if you have ideas about the battle or you want to participate in the next battle, it's on the, it's on the Maximum Fun forums at MaximumFun.org slash forums. Slash forum. Forum, singular. We'll be back in just a second. Forums will take you to some sort of porno site. That's my porno site, and I'd I'd rather you not look at it. Uh, Bye. Why Why is it up there if I can't look at it? Um, who do just, you want? Like, who do you just like? Oh, you don't want people you know to look at it. Uh, but you want others. To I look want at certain it. people I know to look at it. My That's, landlord. <laughs> are you uh, are you in the porno? Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess not, I don't want to look at it then. Not sexually. <laughs> no, you're just kind of hanging around. Yeah. Okay. I'm watching through opera glasses. Mm-hmm. You know the kind of the stick. Yeah, I know what opera glasses are. Okay. I've been to the opera, Jesse. I'm also wearing white white tie. Yeah. Which is one one step. That that don't hit the microphone. You're maybe going. eating some candied grapes. <laughs> <laughs> eating some candied grapes. That's not there's no such thing as candied grapes. Oh fuck yeah. I had the candy grapes while I was uh, working at the cheese store. Really? Yeah, you that I mean sounds it's just really grapes, good. grapes dipped in sugar. It's just like sugar coating them. Oh, that's not candying. It's candying, Jesse. No, you don't just dip something in sugar. That doesn't candy it. Yes, it does. No, you soak it in sugar. You like cook it in sugar until the sugar replaces. What? A, it's covering them in sugar. 
No, that is not. I thought candy. you were. No, okay. I, well, I think we agree, but we're fighting anyways. You know what? There are some out there. There are some maximum fun uh, preserve makers mm-hmm. and jam enthusiasts, <laughs> candiers Canners. and Can- canners who are going to call in. We're going to have a Jordan was wrong segment about how. The yeah, well, can- bring it on. Candying is not just dipping something in sugar. No, I think you're probably right. You're probably right. Let's just say I have a bunt cake and I put just sprinkle some. Bunt cake doesn't need to be candied though. Okay, it's so already candied. Let's say I have a bunt so cake. So candying, and I, just I think, sprinkle applies some to something that's not. Let's say I sprinkle sweet, some, and then you make it. Let's sweet. say let's say I sprinkle some powdered sugar on a bunt cake. Have <laughs> I candied the bunt cake? No, it already was candied. You're <laughs> candying it further. So you're saying that cake is a kind of candy? Yes. Cake is certainly a kind of candy. Jordan, what isn't a candy in your crazy, crazy world? Meats. Savory meats. Vegetables. Let me ask you this question. Let's say I put a rub on a steak that involves brown sugar. Yeah. Have I candied the steak? Yes. That's candied (laughs) steak. It's a popular dish. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go, I'm Jesse. Jordan. On this program, we ask our listeners to call in when something momentous happens in their lives. Yes. I'm talking about oral surgery. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm talking about their first cat burglary. (laughs) I'm talking about hives. Battleship. I'm talking about submarines. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm talking about learning to fly. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jordan. Uh, this is Aretha in San Francisco. I just got back from this party to which I wore my uh, Sound of Young America t-shirt, and I met a very nice Jordan Jesse Go listener named Emily. Uh, we talked about Jordan Jesse Go, and uh, Fuel TV was playing on the monitor in the bar. All right. Now, granted, this is only moderately momentous. Yeah. Typically, we would be looking for things that are more momentous. But I just wanted to drive home the point that Jordan Jesse Go is the best way to make new friends. It sounds like it. Let's say you're friendless. Mm-hmm. Let's say Which, you, you know. Let's say you just chance. sit around your apartment all day podcasting with your dog. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to Jordan Jesse Go, if you're wearing the T-shirt. If you're going out to the bar where the channel is playing on the monitor, you're going to be making new friends. I'm talking about Emily, for example. She sounds great. She sounds fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys. Uh, hopefully, this friendship continues. Like, if you guys go in my get opinion, petties together. Let yeah. us know. Pillow fights. Mm-hmm. Make a magazine collage. Prank call a boy you like. New best friends, Emily and Risa. Congratulations, guys. That's called making dreams come true. Now, I noticed that they both live in San Francisco, Jordan. Mm-hmm. There's a Maximum Fun meetup coming up. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Ian Brill, he edits our, uh, he, he writes the Pod Thoughts podcast reviews on the MaximumFun.org blog. Mm-hmm. Really big, uh, uh, goofy, Nice fella. Sure. Curly hair. <laughs> he's nice. goofy? Yeah, he's, he's a goofus. A real goofball. Yeah, he's a... I'm Ian Brill. He sounds cute. I play the guitar. 
I write about podcasts. I went to San Francisco State. I'm running out of things that I know about Ian Brill. But anyway, I've, Ian Brill is a super nice guy, uh, and he's hosting a Sound of Young America slash uh, Jordan Jesse Go slash MaximumFun.org meetup in the Bay Area in March. Here's the deal. It is 7 p.m. Wednesday, March 5th at the Edinburgh Castle in San Francisco. Um, they're meeting at the Edinburgh Castle, which is this really cool bar that is like built like an old-timey Scottish castle, but it was built like that maybe in the 60s and hasn't been painted since. Okay. Uh, kind of a disaster area. Sounds like fun. Uh, and they have shows there, and that night, our friend uh, Mary Van Note and our friend Brent Weinbach are putting on a big comedy show there. So you meet up at 7 o'clock, have some drinks, have some food. They've got, like, pub food there, you know, like your fish and chips small and that plates. kind of stuff. Not small plates. I'm not. I'm way not behind small plates. They got fish I and like chips. Small plates. They've got fish and chips there. Anyway, uh, the information's on the website. If you go to maximumfund.org and click on live, um, and it's also on Facebook, where uh, the Sound of Young America now has a page. So if you search for the Sound of Young America on yeah. Facebook, you can become a fan of it. Anyway, back to. I'm also. I'm going to be in uh, San Francisco on the 20th for the Game Developers Conference. So <laughs> you know, if anybody wants to, if you're a Game DevCon, yeah, if you're a Game DevCon. Stop by and say hi. Hey, Jordan. Yes, we go. This is Lissetta in Missouri. I was calling because I've been having something of a banner day. I work at uh, an inpatient drug treatment center, and today one of my clients, who's blind, um, taught her how to make paper snowflakes. Also, another one of my clients, recently released from prison, tried to kill me. Big day. Hope you're having similarly eventful weeks. Talk to you later. That's, what, I, that's what I'm looking for. Jan, call me when you have kidney stones. <laughs> that's nothing. <sighs> you know, I want to know how he tried to kill her. I want to like know. With a, was there an implement or I think was it, it was throttling? A I think it's throttling. You think throttling? Yeah. I would have guessed th- uh, shovel, shovel. Shovel death. Well, Have you seen the new Kanye West video where this model is walking around and being super sexy and then... Uh, she opens the trunk of her car, and Kanye's in there all bound and gagged, and then she kills him with a shovel. No. It's really intense. Cool. It's crazy. What's going on? Sounds real good. I don't have any idea. Anyway, um, I think that it, the only way to improve this call was if she had actually been killed, mm-hmm. and she was calling us from beyond the grave. Yeah, that'd be good. Hey, congratulations on not being killed, though. I'm sorry I had a glib response. That was uh, it's real, that's, that's cool. I wish you were dead. That's why I have this Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jordan Jessica. This is Meredith in South Florida, and I was calling with a momentous occasion. I'm uh, in traction waiting to get surgery on my ankle that I broke. Uh, I was just listening to your podcast. I was waiting uh, to the groomsmen edition and heard that someone else was, or had had knee surgery. So that's good. I don't feel quite so lonely anymore. Anyhow, that was it. Just calling to share. Bye. Traction. Did you have to go into traction when you had your, no, have your legs up on those things? I did not have to go into traction. Did you have a, an adjustable bed? Do you mm, remember? Yeah, I think I did. Well, that's good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Do you have a little TV? Did you watch any TV when you were high on the junk? I did not watch any TV, no. When you were flying on the junk? Nope. Uh, our friend Dan Grayson, the guy who uh, designed the Sound of Young America website in like 1999 mm-hmm. and uh, wrote our theme music, uh, Dan got E. coli when he was like 18. Really? And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, he ended up getting like 25 grand out of it because he got it from McDonald's. He sued him. Um, but he said he it was not worth it for the $25,000 that he got. Oh, yeah. Uh, number one. And uh, maybe it was 50000 that he got. I don't remember. Anyway, um, it was a lot of money. 
And, uh, but he said that, uh, morphine was just the greatest thing that had ever happened to him in his entire life. Mm -hmm. It was so amazing. He could not even believe how amazing it was. Did you feel that way, Jordan? Well, I mean, I had two kinds of drugs. One was morphine and then that didn't really cut it. And then they injected another kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The other kind of thing was what, what really did the job. The morphine is less effective. If anybody's listening and knows anything about, uh, painkilling intravenously admitted painkillers and has a, theory about what that was the morphine isn't as effective on you because you've spent a lot of time in opium dens Mm -hmm. it's true hey jordan hey jesse this is brendan from cape cod and i was calling because i had a big moment and uh i just won my first argument with my girlfriend i've been together with her for about eight months now and uh she's usually the one ends up winning the arguments because she's very stubborn. But tonight, I finally won one through sheer willpower and determination and uh, by not listening to her side of the argument. So it's a big moment for me, and uh, I'm sure I'll regret it later. Can I turn into, do you mind if I turn into a dad comedian, like maybe a George Lopez or something like that? Go for it. Uh, there's no way to win an argument with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You can only lose an argument with your girlfriend. So what you really need to do is just control your fall. You see what I'm saying yeah. here, Jordan? It's like it's like when you're when you're going down on skis, you can either try and catch yourself and break your wrist, or you can roll <laughs> and uh, you'll come out okay at the bottom of the mountain in a giant so snowball. Roll. So I'm saying roll. I'm saying you, what you need to do is accept the fact that as soon as the argument is started, you have lost. That's the nature of the argument. And so you need to find a way out that is the least damage to you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Usually that's just agreeing. Just going along with it, you're, you're right. And, not, I'm, and the, I want to be clear here, not patronizing your girlfriend or anything like that, but the fact is that she is right. Sure. You're not right. No, come on. If you were You're right, just some dude. If you were right, the two of you wouldn't be having an argument. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just a little advice from me, comedian George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse. Jordan. Oh, man, we're wrapping things up. Mm-hmm. Good show, I Bringing think. Bringing it to a close. Nice, strong mm-hmm. program. Did you think it was a strong Stuck program? Stuck the landing. Yeah. I, we're currently sticking the landing. Did I tell you who I invited to be on Jordan, Jesse, go? No. Peter Sagal. Yeah? Wow. Is he going to do it? Uh, he said he's... He, From Wait, Wait, he Don't thinks, Tell Me? He thinks he's going to be in Los Angeles soon. It depends on whether he's actually going to be oh, in Los cool. Angeles soon. He emailed me to tell me about how much he likes The Sound of Young America, and I email, emailed him, will you be on George Jesse Go with us? Wow. And he said, yes, if he's going to be in Los Angeles, he will. I, I'm excited about that. Do you think he's lying? I, I, I hope not. If he I, seems like a liar. I have, no, I mean, I have... So shifty-eyed I've formed type. various impressions of Peter Sagal over the years. Uh-huh. None of them have been as a liar. I trust him. Do you think he would introduce us to Tom Baudet? <laughs> oh, here's hoping. Do you think he could get Tom Baudet to do voiceover on promos for Jordan Jesse Go? Man, let's, let's shoot for the moon on this one. 
Okay, so we're going to get what is shooting for <laughs> the moon? Have Paula Poundstone In, molest us. <laughs> now Paula, let's Paula Poundstone didn't molest anybody. No. She got wasted and took her twelve adopted children to the <laughs> to the ice cream store. <laughs> she was drunk with her twelve adopted children at the ice cream store. Fair she enough. was not molesting anyone. Okay, God, Jordan. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, blah blah blah. Here's some action items for this sure. week's program. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be wrapping up our discussion of what should be the next showdown. That's going on right now in the Maximum Fund forums. Just click on mm-hmm. the showdown forum. Um, if you have thoughts about what we should do with the twenty dollar bill, we've got twenty bucks. We want to do something to make the world a better place and have fun at the same time. Uh, give oh, us and a now call. that I no longer fear death, what should I do? Yes, and now that Jordan is no longer afraid of anything, what should he do? And of course, if you have some idea for how to artistically interpret Jordan Jesse Go, either using the real audio, not using the real audio, using some of the ideas that we've developed over time, etc., 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 give us a call, 206-9844-FUN, and we will give you the green light or the red light. Yeah. Or you might but go check into check with us first. Don't just do it. Yeah, don't just do it. Give us a call. We'll give you the green light or we'll give you the red light. Or we might put you in turnaround. You might end up in turnaround. Sure. That's showbiz talk. What we talk. call development hell. You, you, that's showbiz talk. You don't need to know about it. Your job is just to come, with a, come, come here you with come a strong with, pitch. And you wait. Just a nice, solid mm-hmm. pitch. And you wait for the market to be... Exactly. You've got to wait for the market to bear the fruit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Bear markets. Bull markets. I'm talking about... Market basket. The invisible hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jordan? Sure. You see where I'm coming from on this. Yeah. 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. And of course, if you have a momentous occasion in your life, give us a call. If you have a personal dispute that you'd like to be settled by Judge John Hodgman, this is a real segment on the show. I want to make that clear. (laughs) No, it's not. Yes, it is. John has offered to settle personal disputes on the show. I feel like it's been a long time. We got a couple towards the beginning, but then that was when John was super, super busy with book headlines, with book deadlines. Now he's able to do it with us and would like to. We need some good, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. Somebody called in with their girlfriend and they couldn't decide which side of the bed they would sleep on. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. That's a great example of a wonderful personal dispute to be settled by Judge John Hodgman. Yes. So we're open to that. We would would love to have that. 206-9844-FUN, of course, is the number to call. Special thanks to the free design and Light in the Attic's record, Light in the Attic Records, for our theme music, which is Love You by the Free Design. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, That'll right? Do it. We'll see you online on the forums and hopefully seven days or so from now, this time around, we're getting back we're getting back on the horse. Now, I've heard something about a horse, but Jordan's riding a cow right now. <laughs> oh no, that's just a really fat goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we'll see you next week on Jordan Jesse Go.